You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with not only a friend, he is the engineer of this podcast. If we didn't have Yash Mistry with us, we wouldn't really have a podcast because it would almost be impossible. And with him and Well Run Media and everything that they do for our podcast, it's amazing. But we really want to dive into who is Yash? What is his story? And not only that, what else does he do for some amazing brands in and around the Charlotte area. Now, Yash um, has an organization or a company called Mystery Projects, which is all about digital design, media production, all about you know branding, design, media marketing, whatever you really need from that perspective. And he brings a wealth of knowledge, works with some amazing companies like Skipper and the Charlotte Marathon, the Dunstan Group, you know, and, and just to name a few. But we want to dive into to, to who is Yash? Uh, where did he come from? What is his story and what makes him, you know, somebody that not only makes our community better, but makes design better that challenges organizations. And, and he's been a part of this journey for three and a half years. And to be honest, it's been a, a long time coming. We should have had you on this podcast a lot, a lot, lot earlier than this. So we will say that, but thank you so much, Yash, for joining us, which you do every time. But now the mic is in front of you. Let's learn about you on this episode of the brand builders podcast. Thanks, guys. That was that was a fun intro. I've I've heard a million intros so far, but this is this is cool that it's it almost doesn't feel like real because I I'm used to listening to other people's intros. That's right. So it feels like you're talking about somebody else. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me here and uh, uh, always a fun time with you guys. Absolutely, you're the man behind the curtain. That's the right. man, the man making it happen. I I love it, and we appreciate you guys. And it's uh. Like Brian said, I, it's it's way over way overdue to have you all, man. So Thanks. we we appreciate all the work and effort you you put in behind this podcast, and you've obviously been an integral part of of making it successful for us. And what you do, we have no idea how to do. <laughs> we, we we could talk all day long, but we we don't know how to do that. So oh man, thank you, Ain't man. It's true. it's really cool to share your story. I I um I want to start with more of the personal side of Yash yeah. and uh, I believe you're originally from India yep. and I would love to hear your story as to you know being from India and now in the United States and, and a young aspiring entrepreneur and and uh, how that's sort of come to light for you yeah um, I grew up in India I uh, was uh, born in a in a really um, simple but um, you know modern Fortunately, modern family where, you know, we education was always Im- important. Of course, in India, it is really important anyway. But, uh, yeah, born and brought up in India uh, to, to really loving family. Um, and so it was it was a fun time just growing up there. But uh, something was always kind of missing. I feel like I don't know. I love my culture. I love uh, the people there. But it felt like there has to be more than this. And so um, even my, my parents as well, my dad's always wanted to to move to the U.S. and he's always been uh, trying in different ways. And so fortunately, when I was 18, uh, the family had the chance to move here. Uh, my uncle who lives in California, he uh, sponsored us here. And so um, perfect timing. Everybody moves to the U.S. Uh, nine days after we got our visa. We got my visa on my, my 18th birthday. So uh, started my adult life with the decision to move here. Um, and then, yeah, it was really interesting to kind of just move from India to, to San Francisco. 
lived there for a little bit and then um, moved to, to Kinston, North Carolina, which was a complete 180 from San Francisco. <laughs> I had I'd no say. clue about that. I yeah. want to come back to that. Kinston, North Carolina was fun. I was there for two months um, and then still felt like something was missing. So we were visiting my sister in Charlotte and lo- loved the city. Uh, fell in love with everything here, especially, you know, just driving through Uptown and just even looking at the city from the, from the outside. Uh, didn't really know anybody here other than the family. So even without that, fell in love with the city and been here since 2010. Yeah. Wow, man. That's, uh, time, yeah, that, fl- time flies. Time know? does fly. Well, you're having fun, too, you know. Yeah. It's funny because I moved here 20, uh, almost 21 years ago now and knew no one. And uh, it, it's such a friendly and welcoming city. You, you, get, you get the vibe of the big city, but you also get the vibe of the small community. And yeah. it's cool to hear that. Not only I feel that way, but it seems like everyone that moves here kind of feels that way. And I hope we can sustain that vibe uh, going forward as, as we continue to be at the top of the charts uh, from a, a growing city in America. So Exactly. Um, so I want to ask really you, cool. you know, you're 18 years old, you're living in India. Now it, it's literally you're moving to the United States. Yep. Like, like, let's put this into perspective. Most 18 year olds, you're now I, I've, I've after watching a documentary you are patiently videotaping yourself, opening your acceptance letters into <laughs> colleges and making this a freaking production, uh, which is a whole nother conversation. But that's typically an 18 year old's like toughest decision, right? Yeah. Am I going to go to college? Am I not going to go to college? Where am I going to go? What am I going to study? What am I going to do? It's not what country am I going to live in? <laughs> what is that going to be like? And so although you did get to come over with your entire family, what was that like? Was, were you scared? Were you excited? Did you have any idea? I mean, I, I feel like if you aren't in America, like you kind of know what it's like, but you don't really know until right. you're here. Right. Yeah. So tell me, like, what was that entire journey like? And you obviously grew up there. You had friends in India like you, you were leaving everything to literally go and start fresh. And when Scott talks about moving to Charlotte, and not know anybody. And I was the same way. It ain't going to a different country or on a different <laughs> continent, right? That's right. Um, and, and that's, I mean, you're not only leaving your friends, you're going into a completely different culture. Yeah. You're going into different food, everything. Everything yeah. could be different. So tell me what that experience was like. What did you learn from that? Um, and, and I'm just I'm just interested in that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely exciting because, um, like I said, I was 18. Didn't really know what I wanted to do in life or anything like that. Like, just college was not even a remote thought at that point. Like, of course, my parents wanted me to go to college, but I didn't know what I wanted to study. Um, and so uh, it was exciting, but it, I didn't realize how um, difficult it's going to be once we get here. Like, I just assumed, hey, I'll just get there, figure it out. Uh, which was kind of naive at that point. And I, like you said, you know, you, you kind of know how America would be like probably, or you can imagine it, but it, it, it wasn't, I kind of had a picture from all the movies and, and all the, the TV shows that I've seen over the years that this is how America is like, right. Or that maybe it's like LA or New York, whatever show you watch. Uh, but once you get here, you realize how diverse it is and how like, you know, it's not just about LA and New York. There's so many different regions and and food and cultures and um so it was interesting in terms of just learning that it it wasn't what i expected uh, but then trying to figure out you know different places and since, like i said we lived in a lot of different diverse uh places it was kind of interesting to figure out once we get to a place how do you fit in uh, i don't think i still fit in completely but it's probably not going to go away because it's still going to be a little bit of that part, right? Yeah. Where um, I can I can interact with people and be social 
but it always feels like yeah i come from a different background so that that part is always going to be a little bit of an off but i feel like that also adds some character to the conversation uh wherever i am um people ask me about india which is cool i like to i like to talk about it too but um yeah the whole process was unexpected um and we we figured it out but when we were home we we're we we're back to our our you know gujarati speaking family eating the same gujarati food every day uh so eating out and, and as soon as you walk out the house it's different mm-hmm. but then when, when when i walk back into my parents house it's just like we were in india so it's really i don't know we're still i think we're still in the process of evolving after we moved here I love that. And, and w- I think if you go onto your website and you and you look at your about you, I think it's really neat because what you just said was cool. And I think that's, you know, although um, when you say something that you're 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 not necessarily the same or, or there are differences, but I think that's what makes it so powerful. Right. Like you've come from an area and you have the, the word that comes to mind as perspective. Mm-hmm. And what you talk about this is you say, I immerse myself in the visual language to create work that follows brand standards mm-hmm. while also enhancing them. And I think if you're a company and you're a business and maybe you're looking around the room and everybody looks like you and you're looking around the room and everybody kind of comes from the same background as you. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? All of your ideas and everything around that room are going to be the same, right? Why not connect with someone like Yash to come in and give you a different perspective? Take, take away, you know, take off your glasses, take off your blinders, look through a different lens and understand what the potential could be for your brand. Because I think that's something that a lot of people need right now. It's not so much of the same, 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 same. It's bring somebody in that's a little bit different than you. Like see somebody that's seen something through a different light. Let them kind of analyze what you're doing and let them challenge you on what that brand looks mm-hmm. like. You might be shocked. So although, you know, you mentioned that, that you, you're always going to be different. I think that's freaking awesome, right? I have a twin brother. I'm the same damn person as him, right? I mean, I, I literally look at somebody that's exactly like me. But as we've continued to grow, we've, we've become a little bit different. And I think there's a unique perspective when people always ask me, oh, my God, what is like being a twin? I'm like, I don't know. What's it like not being a twin? Right. And so although you come from India and you might not be just like everybody else, I think that's what makes you really special and really cool. And I think that's what can bring kind of that unique design, that unique approach to the brand. So when I talk about that, I want to talk about you. You, you've obviously started to figure out what your niche is. You also have your own podcast, but you do some amazing digital design. You do some amazing work on this and including, you know, producing our podcast. Tell us about your, your organization. Tell us about what you do, what you love to do and how you can support these companies, not only in Charlotte, but in this region. Yeah, it's, um, so it's still a work in progress in, in the sense that I'm, uh, I've, I've never really known what I wanted to do in life. I know I've, what I'm good at. So I've always been good with visuals. Uh, uh, even in school, I've pro- probably filled more pages of my notebook doodling than, than actually taking notes. <laughs> so I've always been really good with digital stuff uh, as well, you know, computers and, and, and websites. My, my dad got me a, uh, uh, an HTML, how to build a website book when I was like 10 or so. And so since then, it's like just trying to figure stuff out. I've always been really curious. And uh, and, and to kind of tie, tie back to the last question, moving here kind of made me a little bit more give me a lot more empathy. So n- just try- trying to understand a different culture and different people, it gave me a lot more of an understanding of, of what, if I say something a certain way, how is it going to be perceived? How, mm-hmm. how are people going to receive it, right? Give me a lot more of sense of, of that moving here. So um, 
I thought for for a brief second that I wanted to get into filmmaking because I've always been good with with video stuff. Uh, always been good with visuals and and all that stuff. That's why I kind of moved to Charlotte as well. After we got here, I realized that there's a huge film scene here, or at least there was one when when I first moved here. Uh, but then yeah, it was. It was just trying to figure out and, 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 you know, hunt and kill situation from that point. Uh, since I was good at design, I had a lot of um, fun stuff that I created for myself or friends and stuff like that. So I kind of reached out to a bunch of different agencies all at the same time. I didn't have a college degree, didn't want to go to college just because I've never really done well in, in the classroom. So sent a, set out my portfolio to a bunch of different agencies, rejected from pretty much all of them, uh, f- except for one in, in Ballantyne called Binary Ventures, Christy Hunter, the creative director. I don't know what she saw in my, my email, my portfolio, but um, she said, hey, come on over, let's talk. So I went down to their office, uh, and I, since I didn't have any experience, Christy kind of rolled a dice with me and said, hey, we're going to give you three months. Uh, it's going to be unpaid internship if, if we like what you do then we'll see what where it goes and and so two weeks into that into that internship two weeks into it they, they realized that hey i actually know what i'm talking about <laughs> uh and and they hired me full-time as a designer so s- since then i, I feel that. felt like design picked me and i didn't really pick design just because i didn't know i wanted to do it until until christy honor you know showed me that she believes in me yeah wow yeah I, it yeah, always really takes cool. one person like i feel yeah. like when we, yeah. we're on the podcast so, and everybody think about your own life like there's probably more than one, but if you whittle it down, there's going to be one person that, that really, yeah, that, yeah, that made, sure. that, that put you, pointed you maybe even in the right direction. And yeah. it might be somebody that doesn't even know. We've had, had Stacy uh, Cassio on from the Pink Mentor Network yeah. and talking about, you know, being a mentor. There's a lot of people in the world that are mentors that never realize that they yeah. are, right? Just That's by right. doing the right thing and being a leader, people are always listening and always watching. And it's so cool to hear that one person, not only you didn't even know you wanted to be in design, yep. but they gave you a three-month unpaid internship, which half the people listening to this would probably be like, I'm not taking that unpaid internship instead you took that as a grateful opportunity <laughs> yeah. and then two weeks later they realized like hey we need to hire this person and now it's created this path where you have yeah. your own business and you do that that's so freaking cool i was really grateful i mean just honestly because at up until that point i'd had a lot of odd jobs so my first job in the u.s was working at a subway inside of walmart okay right so so starting meatball there, baby i love them I'm, yeah. just, I'm gonna be honest meatball stuff, so man. i've done I don't, i've made sub sandwiches I've, I've worked at restaurants i've done i've tutored in math and reading you know i've done i've worked at laundromats uh the last job that i was working when i got the internship was mixing paint um that's what i did all day long hundreds of gallons thousands of gallons of paint all day long just mixing them that's what my last job was so when i when i got hired as an even as an intern at a design agency i was only working there in the mornings so then afternoons i would have to you know change back into my dirty clothes and, and go back to the to the grind right so i was really grateful to have that opportunity and I- even after that i felt i never felt like i had made it until i st- even today sometimes it doesn't feel like it just because it it goes back to that you know hey you still have a lot long way to go mm-hmm. you can still you know this could still fail and you can go back to mixing paint for ten dollars an hour and i don't want that so gotta grind every day just just reminding myself 100 percent. there's a really cool article uh from huga co-op in space where i know you've sort of shared some space over there yeah. in, in the good old days. I'm not still sure do. if you're yeah. still there. Okay. Still awesome. And it says, there's a quote from you that says, I'm a graphic designer, but I do a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes into to motion graphics. Could yeah. you talk a little bit about what you're doing with motion graphic and even what, what does that mean exactly? 
Yeah, so uh, companies have realized that, you know, just adding a little bit of motion to their graphics, their ads, their their website adds so much more um, to it in the sense that if you're just going through a, a website, nothing really sticks out. You just scroll through it and, and, and you probably forget it in two days. Uh, but if you add a little bit of, of motion to any anything, uh, people will stop and take a look at it. Uh, it's moving, so it's it's naturally, you know, you're, you're going to be a little curious about it. You're going to look at it. And if nothing else, it's ad- it adds a little bit more of your brand's character to that website or ad or whatever it is. So um, fell into it from my video world, but then realized quickly that it doesn't have to be just on top of video. Like we could we could animate just graphics. Hmm. So um, I, I did a great one for Huga when they, they were launching a new, um, new location. They basically had stickers of their all the buildings. So I said, why not? Let's, let's animate them. So we took the, the artwork from all those buildings and we, we made them come from from nothing to actually build up and see how that graphic in the building would look like. So animated the buildings. Uh, everybody loved it. And so from that point on, I've done a lot of um, um, educational videos in terms of if there's a product that's a little hard to understand, we create like a little animated graphic that people can can watch and, and see what it's all about. Um, even, even with... Uh, I won't give a, give a bit much of it, but even with TikTok and stuff like that, I have a few collaborations in, in place where I'm working with an artist, where we are animating their 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 paintings, uh, working with other TikTokers and 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 people who want to do different stuff to kind of add some more graphics to to their videos and and just doing some some um, stuff other than just making a 2D illustration. Then that that just takes that that can be a little difficult to to tell you the whole story in just one frame. That's really cool. And we were talking a little bit off record about next steps. Like it, it sounds like you're, you're over the past couple of years, you've really found uh, your business and where you want to take it and, and the services and, and all the cool things that you're delivering mm-hmm. to your clients. Um, and we were talking about technology and making those investments yeah. in your company and continuing to grow and, and gain market share and exposure and building your brand. And, um, Again, I mentioned us investing in some technology and looking at that right now to sort of try to take us to the next level and enable us to scale uh, the platform we've already created. And you mentioned that you're also developing an app uh, because there is a missing uh, piece of technology in your world that you think will be super helpful to others. Now, um, I don't know if we're too early to talk about that, but I would love to learn more about that if if you're able to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yet. it's, it's not a, it's not a huge secret. I, I am really, so as I've studied design, I've also studied uh, user experience and user uh, interface design extensively as well. So especially talking about user experience, um, nothing out there for creatives like myself who are running their own business and doing the creative um, by ourselves. There's nothing out there in terms of technology that can help us keep track of everything. Um, there's a separate project management app. There's a separate app for tracking your time. There's a separate one for, for, for you know, your client relations. There's a separate one for invoicing, proposals. So I felt like why not keep the, keep it all in the same place where, you know, all the other, talking about Subway or PPG Paints or wherever I worked before, there's always a, a hub software that has everything you need to operate the business, right? So why, why can't we have that for creatives like myself? Um, who don't have, you know, probably resources to hire somebody to do the, the admin side of things. Um, and so, yeah, just figuring st- that, that out right now, working on the, the user experience piece of it, see how it would actually help people. And so if it does end up 
um, once I once I show it to a lot more people like myself and, and they say, hey, this could work, then we'll start actually building it. I love it. And I think wow, that's man. also something that, you know, more and more freelance graphic artists are getting opportunities yeah. because the demand's so high. I mean, you look at any brand right now, uh, and I'm, maybe it's just me, but I'm going on social media to check out who that brand is, right? Like, right. I don't even, I mean, your website's cool and like, that'd be cool to go check it out. But like, mm-hmm. what's your presence on Instagram, on, on TikTok, on LinkedIn, yeah. whatever, like, what are you guys doing? And I think that's super important. So now you look at not only video, but now you're talking about 3d and creating these just mm-hmm. different types of visualizations, which is really fascinating. Now, this is a long way to get to where I'm trying to go with this, but I want to ask you, so you're in this space all the time and in the marketing world that we all live in, there's a lot of this me, 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 look at me, look at me. I mean, just go scroll on your Instagram. There's naked girls that just want attention. There's kids now that are just doing just terrible things in the world that, that, you know, going and doing a prank on a grandma because they think it's going to get a bunch of likes. It's like this instant gratification, just insane world right now where everybody wants attention. Somebody that that works in media and marketing with design and branding, what do companies need to be focusing on when they're trying to promote their brand and what is working and what isn't? I mean, is this right. like grab me for attention shit going to last forever? Like, do we, do we have to be in this world where it's all about me, 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 or do you see the brands that are working being more intentional with providing, you know, value to others, trying to help their community? Like, where do you see that going? And are we eventually just people are going to be like, you know, those stupid videos are just stupid. Yeah, like, it, and you're not you're not helping anybody. Like being a bully, that ain't cool. Like doing something dumb, like that ain't cool. Like right. I don't know. Uh, it, it is a lot more of that me 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 culture, like you were saying out there. Um, I was just having uh, this conversation. It's not it's not just like completely blatantly me me me. Sometimes it's also subconscious. Right. I was talking to my dad yesterday. He's building a new cigar shop, and and we were talking about the sign, right? The storefront sign, and he was like, I wanted like to be to be to be this color, and I wanted to look this way and that way. It's like, Dad, no what are your your customers going to like right doesn't matter what you like right you're not even going to see it you're going to see it once when you put it up and then then you're just going to walk the door and you're not even going to see it so it's all about what do people that you serve need not not only what they want cuz sometimes even that is a big of an a bit, bit of a question um you got to ask yourself what do they need right uh in, in with with design and with branding especially it sometimes it gets ignored as as a secondary thing like we, we don't need to focus on that right now let's focus on you know whatever else it is that we need to do whereas you know branding is very much you know a part of your product so it's not just, you know, once you put a logo on your website, people are going to buy your product and forget about the logo. Uh, it's your identity, right? How, how are people going to remember you? How are people going to actually associate with you? So logos are not just, you know, what the, the owner of the company wants to, their company to look like, but what are people going to actually, you know, relate to? That's how I usually do a logo design. Is that I don't care what the company owner really needs or mm-hmm. wants. Uh, what are their audience going to need? And what are they going to relate to, right? So it's, it, it kind of applies to everything else as well, not just logo designs, but but even the same shirt like you guys do, right? It's it, If you if you just put a, a logo on a shirt and just give it out to people, they're not going to wear it. Yep. Like you said millions of times, right? You got to make it a little bit more personal for the for the consumer and not just the, the company owners. Yeah. And I think that's why people need to kind of step away from it on social media is, is instead of talking about themselves and what how they are better than everybody else, well, how are you? How are you helping your your customers better than everybody else? Uh, and then there's another thing, whole whole thing about like 
um, all the entrepreneurs and and startup founders wanting to be the next Gary Vee. Well, Gary Vee is Gary Vee, right? We can't really have two Gary Vees. We don't really need them, right? So just talking instead of talking about yourself, yourself, and yourself all the time, we'll talk about how can you help other people. I did the same. I made the same mistake when I first got into three D three D modeling and stuff. I would just keep putting out, hey, check this out. This is what I made. Well, th- nobody cares because mm-hmm. I didn't talk about how I can I can help them with this new skill that I have. So once I started doing that and talking to people, hey, this is this is like a, like an application of this skill that I have. We could make X, Y, and Z with it. That's when I started getting more and more three D design and animation work. Is is when I explained to people, hey, this how is it helps the possibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hundred percent, and and y- you left. I'm, I keep referencing this article. It's a great yeah. article about you, and, and helps tell your story. Where can you make your mark, right? That's right. a that's a comment you made. Where can I make my mark, and how do I find sort of my niche as an entrepreneur? Right, and it's really hard. It, it, it takes time. It's it, it, what it takes is a ton of listening because, yeah. to your point, clients will tell you what they need, what they want. The marketplace will kind of tell you what they need and what they want. It's not you telling them what they need or what they want. Right, <laughs> you exactly. Know? Have you have you figured out like like are you comfortable now uh, or in a position to say, or have you discovered like where you're going to make your mark? Or are you still working on that? Um, so a little bit of both. Uh, I I don't think I've made it yet just because I feel like there's a long way to go. I'm still, uh, my, my company's three, a little over three years old. So it's just still just a baby company. And um, you're a young butt. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm yeah. just starting out. So I feel like there's a lot more to do and a lot more to explore. But uh, looking back the, the last four or five years that I've been doing design, uh, I, I realized, you know, it's not for nothing. Like I feel like right now, if I think about it, it feels like I've been sitting stagnant. But if I look back at my journey, I feel like there's so much that I've done that I didn't think that I, that, that I never thought I would do. Right. Um, like I said, moving to a new company completely new country and building a community i can i can probably you know just go to my phone right now and 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 pick out you know five different people that i can connect with five other people Uh, i didn't have that before i didn't have that community didn't have that network Um, i have a a tremendous support system here that i'm really proud that i've been able to build right so um in terms of design i feel like there's a lot more to do and just just in terms of the 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 creativity of it i feel like there's a lot more work to do but just in terms of the community and, and what i've built in charlotte uh, just as personally for myself uh that's I'm re- what i'm really proud of i feel like that's you should be yeah that that speaks to your character and what what you've been able to do and how people respond to you you know yeah and uh not everybody can achieve that you know, nah, that's what I've learned as well. I know yeah. a lot of uh, people in, in my family in Charlotte who've been here, and I don't want to kind of throw shade at them. It's not what they want probably in life. But uh, I, they've been here for 20, 25 years, and they don't really know Charlotte. Like, they've never gotten out of their little bubble right. to explore, you know, what are other kinds of people who are here? What are they doing? Why are, why are they experiencing Charlotte in a different way than I am, right? They've never right. taken the time to do that. So uh, I know a lot of those people, too. <laughs> so for sure that brings we, we me, all do yeah that yeah. brings me to a question then and, and i just want to pick this because l- and listening to this conversation and knowing you for so long um you know it, it kind of hit me when you talked about you know coming over into this country and that you're always going to be different right yeah and i think we're at a very pivotal time not only in our country but our world 
um, as far as understanding, accepting and having conversations. And, and I know that you've been a part, you've sat through every single one of our podcasts. Like you literally, Yash has listened to more of our podcasts than anyone for a fact. And, and more than one time. More than one time. He's listened he to way more now. Yeah. He's listened to him more than anybody. Josh Thank you the, for that. Yeah. Oh Yash is the brand butters no podcast expert. <laughs> but you know, over the, over the course of, of our 187 plus, um, episodes, We've had the opportunity to have conversations with a lot of people that are different than us. And me and Scott talk about this all the time. When we first started this podcast, we wanted to create a way to share stories. But what we didn't realize is the amount of stories that would be shared to us that would change the impact on who we are and not necessarily change exactly how we feel about certain things, but show us the understanding that people can be passionate about things yep. and then understand that that it's okay to have a different viewpoint, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay to have a different opinion. It's okay to be passionate about something that maybe I'm not passionate about. Yep. But in that perspective, you coming into this country when you were 18 years old, what you've been able to experience, how you've talked about getting outside of your shell, going into different areas and seeing what Charlotte's all about. Like, what is your advice to people to challenge the way they think about things and not just think, oh, well, you have that ideology. You must be wrong. We, we can't be friends, right? Mm-hmm. You vote you vote Democrat. I'm a Republican. We can't be friends. Like, that's just bullshit. Yeah. And so, like, what is your mindset there? And how can people get outside of their comfort zone? And how can we make this an even better city that's more inclusive? Because the only thing that's changing the difference between two people is having a conversation and mm-hmm. understanding you're a lot more similar than you think. And right. that's the bottom line. But what are you like? What do we need to be doing here, man? Yeah, it's so um, you know, like you said, people are really rigid these days. And I feel like that's probably not just these days. Humans have always probably been that way, I guess. Uh, but but people are really rigid in their in their thought process and what they are, uh, what they believe in and stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, it's um, I've taken my uh, my dear friend Jen Band's advice on this and I've been trying to follow it as best as I can. But she basically talks about open palming life. So saying, you know, keep your palm open and, and see what lands on it. Right. So that's what I'm I feel like that's why I practice even when I'm talking to somebody new who doesn't exactly uh, align with me and how I think. Right. So just open bomb the conversation. Just see, you know, how you can what you can learn from it and see what like don't have any rigid ideas or expectations of what that conversation should look like because you know it's an organic conversation just like any other like if you would meet somebody at a supermarket right uh you're just talking to somebody and trying to see where they are at so instead of coming to a conversation with a set idea why not just go in there without any expectations without any anything to prove which is what people are trying to do i think they're trying to prove prove that point and instead of trying to listen to other people uh and it's not just about you know the the social issues that that we are having even with with design even with with media production with with merchandising whatever like pick a topic yeah people have two sets of ideas um you know one of their own and then what the, the rest of the world believes and they are right and everybody else is wrong um, so no matter what the topic is, we always going to have differences, but, uh, just, you know, going into any room with, without any expectations, without any, you know, uh, rigid ideas is where we need to be, which is what I try to practice. I wouldn't talk to anybody else on what they need to do, but, um, I just go into every room, even coming in here, I don't try to, you know, prep for it or anything like that. Just because first of all, I'm not really talking. This is a one-off mm-hmm. Uh, situation but even just learning from our 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 guests right like I don't uh, come in let's say I know of somebody that has uh, a a different opinion that I am who's going to be a guest on the podcast 
I'm not sitting there thinking I'm not going to listen to this one because mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in what they believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, every time I, I talk to somebody new or even um, talk to somebody that I've known for a while, I get to learn something new. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's because I feel like I, I go, I'm, I'm really open um, to possibilities and learning anything that I can. That's that's why you're successful. Because yep. <laughs> you're willing. No, you are. You are. And you're on a great path and, and, and a tough path, right? You've already told the story of coming to a brand new country, not knowing a soul and, and creating a path. And that's, I, I love that. It's, it's the American dream. It's, it's what it should be. And, and whoever judges you for that, right or wrong, that that's on them. Exactly, <laughs> you know? and, and you can't really control it either. Like, so that's even, right. Even co- being open to to being judged, right? That's something that I've learned as well. Like being here, so I've um, I, when I used to work at PPG Paints, there there were a lot of contractors who were openly racist to me mm-hmm. in the store, right? Okay. Uh, and even you know, Kinston was surprisingly not that racist. That uh, surprises me. <laughs> yeah, so I've I met I met some wonderful people there. Of course, there's probably because I only lived there for two months as well, so I didn't really meet a lot of people too. But uh, even if somebody is being you know nasty to me in any way, right. uh, it's not really my problem. Uh, no, I don't it's really not. care. And 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 what I've also realized is that for for every one of those people, there's always one good one, mm-hmm. at least one good one okay. out there. Of course. Yeah. And you can't. You can't control someone else's actions. You just you just can't. So right. why why even focus there? What you can control is how you react, exactly, and and the way you treat that person. And if you feel like you're doing the right thing and and not overreacting or whatever, then right. then that speaks to your character exactly. because you can control that. You right. can't control how they act. That's right. And I think that's really cool too about your brand because you also made a a quote. Um, in this article I keep referencing, it says, my favorite story is to tell the story of the underdog. Mm-hmm. I like stories about journeys and discoveries and how people overcame certain obstacles. Yeah, And that's what you're sitting here describing. But also, I think you may tie that into your design and, mm-hmm. and the way you go about uh, delivering branding and, and whatnot to, to companies, right? That exactly. are That are trying to get their message out there and they're maybe they're the small person maybe they're the startup that right that has no funds or backing to get them going so yeah um, that's when I, I feel like also a lot of my clients that i've worked i've gotten a chance to work with um weren't really doing that well when they when we first connected and and even a lot of times i've had to work for free for some people uh, just trying to get you know them to a point where they can then start to to use their their brand in a in a, in a better way um so i'm happy to kind of just you know work for and work with people who are maybe struggling in, in any way and they don't really know what um to do with their branding uh and so those are the clients that i love to work with because they they not only know that they they need help uh with branding but they also know that you know they're not doing well and if this doesn't work out then there's nothing else there's no plan b so those are the clients that i love to work with where there's a lot of lot of stake but at the same time you know just um they're open to other other ideas and and they bring people like me in so i feel like those are the people that i work best with where they know there's a problem and then we can figure it out but there's no going back from here i love that i mean and most people we we hear this a lot from successful people 
They talk about, I, I hire people that are smarter than me, that are different than me, that bring different ideas to the table. Because if I hired everybody that was exactly like me, what type of company would I be? And that's right. not necessarily just internal. That's also external, right? You need to work with people that are different. You need to have people that have different ideas because it's it's not that you have to agree with everything that they, they say or right. they design or whatever thing that they do, but it's going to make you think a little bit differently, right? Like I love it when we work with companies who open up the door and they're like, just show me what we can do. Like, let's see. Mm-hmm. The possibility, right? I, I don't like when somebody comes in like, I want this, 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 and this. Yep. No other way. And you're like, okay, like, do you design shirts for a living? Right? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, let's talk right. about that and let's let's challenge you. Like, I want if you're not willing to be challenged to right. be better and challenged to do things differently, then like you're always gonna be the same. And like right. you're never gonna have growth, you're never gonna really see your full potential. Yep. Um, and I, I think you just nailed that with with everything about it. And um, and that's why so I, I, that, I work yeah. really well with DC and Melissa at Rotor Media just because of that is because I know I can be completely honest with them. Right. If I don't like something, I can I can say it out loud and, and nobody's going to say, oh, no, 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 you're wrong. Yep. Well, you're new here. We've been doing this for years. Because mm-hmm. Melissa and, and DC are, are obviously a lot more experienced than I than I am. They've been in the industry for a lot longer than I am. They could easily you know turn down and say, hey, you know what? You don't know what you're talking about. We've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Uh, they don't. They, they, they're, 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 they actually actively ask me for my opinion and when i say something that i that i disagree with they're not going to fight me on it uh they might still disagree uh but they're not going to fight me on it the same with with travis manning and another another kind of friend of mine been working on his brand for a long time and i've always told him i hated the name of the company so the company used to be called game plan uh and i've always told him hey dude it's a terrible name. It's a really <laughs> bad name. It's, it's for an educational platform, and you're calling it a game, game plan. It was, it's just a whole different story. He used to have a sports background. That's why he came, you know, named it Game Plan. But now that, that the company is different, you know, th- it's called Gratify now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not because of something that I did to convince him. You know, he had to do it for some other reason. But now that it's different, he comes back back at me and says, hey, you know what? I appreciate you, you telling me that the name is not that great because everybody else he met said, oh, it's a great name, you know, just to say it. Yep. People are going to say nice things to you just to say it. So you need, you need somebody on your team who's going to say, hey, you know what? Not a good idea. Yeah. Shoot you straight, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, Yash, this has been awesome. I, it, it's crazy. You know, you can sit in a room with somebody once a month for three hours for three and a half years <laughs> and still not know them completely, right? And still not like know the stories. I think that's anybody. I mean, I think me and Scott have conversations. I learned stuff about Scott. I see Scott more than my wife, right? Yep. And so like, it's pretty fascinating to just hear new stories, um, get to know everybody. But I love what you're doing. Before we we let you go, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Obviously, you can reach out to me and Scott. Uh, we can get you in touch with them. But what's the best way to follow not only the projects that you do, but get in touch with you personally? Um, yeah, it's uh, thank you for, for having me. First of all, it was, it was this is always um, interesting when I am on the other side of the camera or the mic. Uh, I never really know what to do, but I feel like you know I, you I try to have you're a natural man. It. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to reach out to me, you know Instagram is a great way to do it. Y a s h y o g Yashio is my uh, handle on Instagram, and then my website is mysteryprojects.com. M i s t r y projects. Dot com and yash at mysteryprojects.com is my email. Love it. Well, Yash, thank you so much for coming on the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being you. 
thank you for everything that you do for our podcast. Honestly, um, I have people that call us all the time and, and it's funny now that we've done this for so long, we probably should start charging for this now, but people want to know like, what's the secret sauce? Like, how do you do the podcast? Like, how does it keep going? And I honestly can tell you that if it wasn't for you and well-run media, taking the hard part off of the plate and just enabling us to come here and sit and talk and create the conversation, it would be so much more difficult for us to do that. And so you guys make it really turnkey, super simple. Um, you do a great job getting guests lined up and then we get to have these organic and just authentic and just real conversations. And that's what I love. And I've, I feel like I'm a better person because of that. And it's such a team effort. And, um, you know, if you're out there and you're looking for somebody to challenge you on your design, come up with some different ideas, get in contact with Yash. He's a great guy. I think he'll do great work uh, for you and your brands and, um, and anything we can do to support you. We'll always do that, man. Thank you. And I just want to say, you know, on the other side as well, you, I, I've heard, um, you guys, you know, appreciate us for, you know, on a, a number of locations that's saying, you know, we, we kind of help you produce. But I also feel like from our side of things, it's always great to have clients who know the value of what we do. Because a lot of times we have to, you know, actively convince the clients, hey, this is what we're bringing to the table. But when we, we get it automatically or, or you know, organically from a, from a client, I always appreciate that as well. So. Uh, grateful for you guys. Absolutely. Thank you. It's teamwork. Thank you, man. Yeah, DC, Melissa, Yash, y'all are awesome. We appreciate you, Scott. You're awesome too for coming <laughs> up with you're this, bro. You're awesome too, bro. this crazy <laughs> idea. Well, we're looking at a table that we had to convince Scott to drill a hole in and create a <laughs> podcast studio. So, believe me, when we first came up with the idea in 2017, it's like. <laughs> all right but we did it and look where we are now and it's That's been cool. fantastic so thank you so much uh until next time uh like share comment go check out yash like i told you and um until next time you've been listening to this episode of the brand builders podcast you've been listening to the brand builders podcast brought to you by the dunston group with your host scott dunston and brian young for branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.